Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Level Up podcast. We are so excited to announce another amazing guest today, Miss Leanne Jamison, who is a licensed psychotherapist of 15 plus years, turned executive director, turned women's empowerment and holistic business coach. She is the founder of the Institute for Female Trailblazers and co-host of the podcast, Sit Crooked, Talk Straight. Her mission is it, her mission in life is to help highly driven, visionary, world-changing trailblazing women who are feeling stuck and stagnant gain clarity of their next steps for their most expansive life and provides the roadmap of and empowerment to align with their highest potential and purpose to embrace their power and their life, live their life of legacy. So ah. welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You nailed it. Yes. I'm like, wow. I always wonder, I'm like, is this going to be too long? I'm like, I don't know. How do I put it all in there? Let's just try it. Okay. <laughs> progress, progress over perfection. That's what I say all the Absolutely. time. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. And it's like, how do you fit all of the things in one little paragraph? Right. right? You nailed it. Oh, thank you. So did you. So thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited. So excited to have you here. We Gosh, I think our worlds crossed in, I think we found each other on Facebook. Yes, yes, absolutely. I was like, hey, she looks cool. I want to be friends. <laughs> and then I think I reached out to you and I was like, oh my God, you live in Buffalo, New York. So hi, let's be friends. <laughs> exactly. We were both like, hey, hey, bird. <laughs> yep. So it was amazing. And then we met and got coffee. We were there for hours. And just realized that so much of each other's lives, we just connected on so many levels. Mm, Yes. Just like thinking about it, chills, like Mm -hmm. uh, it it was just wild. Like the stories that matched, the experiences that matched and the catalyst that really drove us to what we're doing today. So um, yeah, beautiful experience, hard, beautiful, brutal is what Glennon Doyle says, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I was like, oh, we need to have a nice, amazing conversation on the podcast. We might be here for five hours. So we might have to ourselves out because <laughs> we could go on about all of the things. So I'm excited about it. I know. Thank you so much. Thank you both for having me on. This is such a a beautiful space that you guys have created and are creating. And um, I'm just honored to be on with you guys. So thank you. Amazing. Well, why don't we kick off by telling us a little bit about your background, your whole journey to getting into the, the entrepreneur world? Yeah. So it was, um, I always knew that I was a helper, like a helper healer ever since like I, I was little, like you know, being called to the like, uh, counselor's office, not in any bad way, but just to like help with some of the younger kids or younger women, especially. Um, and you know, you don't know that when you're in high school, you're like, I don't know. So of course I went into marine biology because why wouldn't I? Um, <laughs> cause I wanted to save the world. Um, <laughs> but I realized that that passion has always been with me saving the world changing the world, making the world a better place. And so I fell into, you know, psychology and went through psychology, loved it, got my grad, you know, went to grad school, loved it. Um, and, and really, you know, going through as a licensed therapist and just like wanting to, again, change lives. Um, but there was always this piece of me as I was just like going through it, 
always a piece of me that was just like, let me, let me try this over here, this entrepreneurship. Let me try a group practice. Let me try an individual practice. Let me, you know, do these things, right. Have little events. I always noticed that I was like an outside of the box thinker, right. Especially in like the Western medicine world of psychology and where it's all pathology and stuff. And I'm like, what about the good in people? Like what about, what about the strengths? And people would look at me like, Leanne, oh, you naive little child. Um, <laughs> But I didn't realize that I just wasn't supposed to fit there, right? Like many of the women that we work with that are highly driven visionaries see the world in a different way. Um, so anyways, I thought that I was wrong and I just had to fit in this box and I'm like, well, okay, what better way to fit in the box than to climb the corporate ladder within the treatment facility world? Um, and, and it was great. And I learned a ton. I was putting together programs from the ground up to help people in recovery and addiction. And um, it was such a learning process for me, but I always continuously felt that like, that like, I don't want to say a void, but just that, that voice of just like, there's still something more. Um, and I remember like my husband would say this, my mom would say this, like so many people around me would say this. I'm like, why can't you just be happy with what you have? Like you've made it, you've checked all the boxes, you make six figures, you do, you know, like you're part of this. And I did like the last corporation I worked for was the best corporation with the best powerhouse female boss. Um, so many beautiful women that I've met along the way and I still wasn't. So I felt like something was wrong with me um, until uh, I decided, fuck that. I don't know if we're allowed to us. Uh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Let me start questioning this. Let me start questioning them. Uh, and nothing's wrong with me for, for knowing that there's something more. Uh, it's still an ongoing conversation with my husband and I. So, <laughs> um, but really, truly like this catalyst was, and I know that Amanda and I really, you know, we resonated on this, that my catalyst was my father's death in 2019 and seeing that he had so many, he was such a creative, he was such this like really cool, like witty, fun person who struggles with, you know, he struggled with alcoholism and, um, but he had like, when he passed away, it was very sudden and it was, um, you know, I was looking at like so many lives unlived, right? So many dreams that didn't come to fruition. And, and that was, you know, of course, after the grieving process, that was truly my catalyst of like, I am not supposed to just accept subpar. I'm not supposed to accept this is good enough. I'm not, I'm not meant to, you know, I meant for more. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what brought me into this world of just really committing to starting my business. Cause I truly did. I stepped in and out of entrepreneurship half-assed sort of like dipping my toe in. Right. And then getting scared because of all the chatter around of what about health insurance? You're the breadwinner of the family. You're this, you're that, you're blah, blah. Yeah. And, um, until I just said, you know what, I'm, I'm fully committing to this and, and it's, it's, really important for me to do this because I'm not like I was struggling with depression. My relationships were not great and stuff like that, just because I knew there was something wrong, like just not filled within me. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a long, it's a longer story, but I <laughs> that, love it. that runs you through the gamut. <laughs> I love, oh my God. So many, so many pieces. Um, but one really that stuck out to me to, to your point of, I also felt like 
I never belonged. Like I felt yes. like growing up. Yeah. I felt like I, I never fit in quote unquote. Like I was always like, I wanted to, but I was like, mm, I don't, I don't relate to these conversations or let's talk. I, I just never felt like there was always something off. And then to your point, yes. I was like, is something wrong with me? Like, yeah. why, why am I so different? Why do I see things so differently? Why do I, why am I not content or okay with the, the norm or average? Like I, I just, so I hear you. I always, uh, I could never find my group. And I was like, I'm going to create my own fucking group. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. I mean, and I think about the people that like along the way where I've actually had, like, I remember this woman, bless her, right? In the South, they say, bless her heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did love her very much. And she was a very crass woman. Um, but she's just like, I remember speaking up in like one of our like round table, like discussions with all of these doctors there of just like this treatment plan. And it was outside of the box thinking. And, you know, again, she just looked over at me. She's like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Right. Where like when you think about the conditioning that happens, right? Oh. When you think about the messaging that happens, and she was just very, and you know, we had a great relationship. And I was like, why don't you shut the hell up? Um, but you know, <laughs> not that much. Actually, I was very young at that point, so I, I retreated inward and then I was wait, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, That's not okay. Um, but yeah, from a very, very young age, like feeling like the black sheep, and I feel like you know, in again, in like sort of psychology terms, it's like the black sheep is like the bad thing, right? Where it's just like, you just can't fit in. And like, you know, you're pointed out for everything and da, 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 where it's just like, actually, that's just information that you're not meant to be in that space. And I know that one of my blog articles is like fitting in while standing out. Like when we finally embrace our truest self and we start speaking up we might stand out from the crowd that we have been in but we're meant to so that we can find our crowd that we can find our crew and we can you know connect with those people so I love that it's like Fuck that, I'm making my own I know they're out there I know <laughs> I know I'm not the only one I'm not that I'm not that unique okay I, I, I know my gifts but I'm not that unique <laughs> I swear, I'm not crazy like what what is happening so but I think like to your point then of, of deciding, like, I'm not going to live my life on other people's terms and what they have to think or what they have to say. Cause I think for a long time, that was my life trying to fit in, even in yes. the you know fitness world of, of, of looking a certain way. Like if I look a certain way, then I'll fit in or then I'll attract more. And it's like, I, I lived that way for so long. And the most success that I ever have was actually releasing all of like, I don't give a fuck what other people think, what other people say, I'm going to do me and how I feel. And in that alignment, then everything else in my life changed. And I was exposed to then find my people, which yes. was life changing. Yes. And all along the way, I don't know about you, but I was like shitting my pants. I was like, oh my gosh, I am like everything that I knew, everything that like I was questioning. I was, I had this group already, right? When you think about the, your family and like going against their beliefs and like, are they going to accept me? Or if you're married or in a relationship, like that's a, that was a big one for me of just like, is my husband going to come along? Is he still going to like, are we still going to be okay? Because now I'm really speaking out now. I'm really like, 
no, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and they, it ruffled a lot of feathers, right? Because people were not used to me speaking up or holding boundaries or saying like, this is what I'm doing. And, um, and I, I had to be okay with sitting my, with like my emotions with that. Of course I have, I always say, I'm like, I have a team of, of, of great, amazing mentors around me. Right. Yep. I, have my, I have my psychotherapist. I have my coach. I have my energy healer. I have my masseuse. I'm like, everybody just like, help me <laughs> yep. through this. Yep. Jen, who does, sound through like? this. who does she sound like? That's you. Imagine, when I first met Amanda, she had like 75 coaches. I'm like, what in the living hell? How many <laughs> coaches do you need, woman? 75. I'm like, good Lord. Yeah. That is how many people it need. It's like I need to support me because yep. I have a big vision. <laughs> exactly. No, but it you know so it is. It was like sort of again. It's just like there's there's this huge fear that we're busting past, and you can almost feel it. At least I did. Like just resonate and like sort of reverberate through my body each time. I would say okay, this is what I'm doing, or this is what I believe. And no, this isn't okay. And sitting with, again, my feelings, but also allowing the other people to sit with their feelings and not try to change that. Right. And yeah. their discomfort with it. So, whew. I mean, like watching my mom sit there and cry when I held a boundary one time, I was just like breathing through it. I was like, just let her have her emotions. It's going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. She's a big girl. It's okay. <laughs> Don't try to fix it. <laughs> right. I think that's, that was a huge part of my journey as well is recognizing that everybody like we're all, my, my headspace is different. So yeah. my family might not wrap their head around that maybe the decisions that I am making or what I am doing. And if, even if they don't agree nor support it, their thoughts are their thoughts. And whether it's a projection, like I just, I'm always asking for support, not permission. And yes. I always to that. And it's like, I just need you to support me here. Like regardless of, of what your beliefs are and just setting that foundation has really helped me tremendously. Yes. Oh, I love that. Support, yeah. not permission. Oh it's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it comes up a lot in our world too with them. You know, a lot of women wanting to better themselves, but as women, it's very it's interesting. I hear a lot that they're they're hesitant to invest in themselves. They feel guilty taking care of themselves. They feel guilty taking risks because of, you know, we we provide and we take care of everybody else first, right? And ourselves. Right. And I hear right. times it's like, well, like let me ask my husband or my partner and it's like, well, you should be asking for support, not necessarily permission in in every regard. So Right. Oh. I love that. And it is, it's having those hard conversations, right? And a lot of times they're hard within us because we've been so conditioned to be afraid of like, oh gosh, like, again, like, like this is, are they going to accept me or what are they going to say? Are they going to say no? Are they going to reject me? Are they going to like, whatever. And, and when it comes down to, I remember having the conversation with my husband about my coach, cause she is not cheap, my friends. Um, and <laughs> worth every freaking penny, but it was the biggest investment I had ever made on myself other than college, right. Other than, you know, um, higher education. And I just remember saying, okay, this, like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is, I, you know, that I want to start this business, you know, and I found somebody to help me do it. And this is how much it is. And I remember just like trembling and Part of me almost was like, I think there was a condition part of me 
that was just like, well, maybe he'll say no. And that gets me out of it. And like having to make all the changes and the scary decisions and stuff. And I just remember him being like, okay, all right. If you think that this is the right person for you, then I, I support it. I'm like, you did hear how much money it is, right? <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> you did hear that. I just want to make sure. Um, and, and thankfully having somebody that again, doesn't really get it. He is a tech dude. He works on cable. He is a Marine. Like he doesn't get my stuff and that's okay. He doesn't have to, right. Just like, I don't have to get his and his business. And I can say, okay, like that's, that's, you know, your business. I, I don't know it, but whatever I can do. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that too. So switching, coming back to your story and you mentioned that the big catalyst for you was your father passing. And I know you mm -hmm. and I definitely related and, and talked really deeply in that because for me, that was a huge part. And it, it almost, and I don't know if you can relate, did it shift you in a way? Like I, I literally feel like I died and became a new person yes. when my father passed. And it was like game over. Like there's no more holding back. We are never playing small again. And it's time that yes. like, we go all in. Yes. And I think that's the commitment, right? It's just like, and being able to, and I see this as a, a gift from beyond, right? Beyond is that, you know, being able to, to say like, my dad was, is the reason I'm here today. Right. And, and he is doing for me now what he couldn't do for me when he was alive. Cause he was in some, he wasn't a lot of, I mean, when you think about addiction, it's a lot of suffering. Um, so offering that gratitude, but yeah. And having that, that catalyst and the determination. And of course it took me a little while. Like it took me a couple of months just to like, sort of sift through what does this even mean and da, 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 and all the grief and stuff. And I just remember the moment I was like, that's it. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And then there was like no holding back. Um, and it, it's, it's more than a mindset shift. It's like a soul shift, you know, it's, it's just like, it's, deep knowing. So, yeah. yeah, I can't even put it into words. That's why I was like, I feel like I so died and I came back to life because it, it is more than words. And it's like, it's just a feel like in my whole body and my bones and my soul, like, let's go. Like, like there's yeah. nothing to hold you back. And I almost feel like I've become immune to all, a lot of the little smaller things that would normally like hold me back or like kind of affect me or cripple me. And it's like, that stuff doesn't bother me anymore. Cause I feel like I've, I've been through so much, the strength that I've developed, the, mm -hmm. the perseverance, the ambition, it's like, nothing will stop me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, for any female entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs in general, it's so funny. I have guys ask because I only work with women, only work with women. And uh, they're like, well, what about the guys? I'm like, you guys have fucking Tony Robbins. Like go, go, go. <laughs> you guys have tons of mentors. We are yes. coming to the game now. Like we are, we're meant to support other women. Like you have your own shit. Um, <laughs> all right. But it's just, it's this, it's now I lost track of like what, why I was even saying that. I was just like, what, but what were we talking about? Shit. <laughs> this like huge shift. I'm see. Oh, I'm seeing this shift in so many women. 
I know that wasn't what I was going to talk about, but I'm seeing this shift in so many women of just like stepping up to the plate. And there's, and there's like this huge awakening and everybody has their own catalyst. Like everybody has their own purpose. Everybody has their own reason. That's what I was going to say is that like, it's a daily commitment. You wake up every single day and you're like, this is what I'm committed to. This is, and it might be multiple times a day because as an, a female entrepreneur, it can, in general, there are days when it's just like, holy shit what's like, what's happening first, like where, like what's going on financially? How am I doing this? How is that happening? How's, and there's so much working behind the scenes, um, that like, I know at times I've been like, what am I even doing? And then it's just like this quick switch of just like, oh yeah, that's right. This is what we're doing. And like, this is the commitment and like, we're not going, there's no backwards. We're not going backwards. Right. Like, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I think to your point of, of there are so many moving parts in every journey, right? Whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's life, whether it's health and fitness, like every day we're in our world, it's like win the day. Yes. Win the day. That's yeah. it. Sometimes it's like win the fucking hour. Win when the moment. Just like, <laughs> show up. Can they get through the next hour, please. Yes. yes. Just, just get out of bed. Okay. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning today. <laughs> no, but it's so true because it's there how you hold yourself, like when when you're doing the daily tasks, right? And you're focusing on winning the day, it can be small things, but small things add up to that big result. Yeah. Right. And as much as we don't love that, right? We all want the massive changes and we wanted them yesterday. Like, let's be honest. Right. How do you hold yourself when things are super like slow or quiet, right? right? Who you are in those moments defines your success, right? Because yes. we all have those days, like you said, of like, what the fuck am I doing? What's happening? <laughs> or, or things seem quiet or are things not working or we're not seeing progress, but we make that, if you make that mean something about who you are or your success, that's going to sabotage you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, taking it and it's so interesting. And I don't know if you experience this too, sort of along the, the same lines of like when it is slower or like when it is sort of quiet, like I always know I'm like, Oh, this is an opportunity first of all to like, what do I need to get done? You know, like what's meant for this time? Like there's, there's always a lull. Um, and, and it's like a mindset shift too. I think like, especially like within, I don't know, you speak to this too, of just like, you know, being a coach and like, there are so many things where it's just like, I could be sitting at my computer all day long doing admin stuff. And my husband's like, what did you do all day? You know? Cause like, you're like, you don't have a sale. Like, you know, yeah. sale didn't come in today yeah. or like they, he thinks that I'm going out and meeting with girlfriends where it's just like, no, actually everything interaction I have is networking and selling like that. It, and above all, it's a relationship. So, don't, you know, don't get me wrong there. Above all, always a relationship. I love, I love knowing about people. I love knowing your kids. I know love, I love knowing your dogs and your birthday and what your sign is. I just do. That's like one of my strengths. And, um, so, so there's that, but there's also, it's just like, am I, who did I talk about? Because with my business and like, who, like, who did I connect with? Um, because sometimes I need that reminder too. Like I had it on my calendar, even recently, I was just like, oh, hang with my friend X, Y, Z. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's like networking actually. That's so, networking because I know we're going to talk about our businesses, <laughs> you know? Yep. So so anyways, yeah, that was like, there's that, it's like a whole shift in the way that we think about 
um, what we do for the day as entrepreneurs and how is it moving the needle forward and, and being true to ourselves too, but also, you know, keeping the chatter aside, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, my, uh, family will sometimes call on me just think, well, you know, it's her own business. She's flexible. Hey, can you go do X, Y, and Z? I'm like, no, dude, I'm working. <laughs> right. Um, it's funny. Cause I think I was naive getting into business. Like everybody thinks that, oh, you're a business owner. You can like do whatever you want. Like, listen, I work more as a business owner than I ever had in my life. <laughs> right. But at the same time, how cool is it that we're like so passionate about it? Sometimes it doesn't, it, most of the time for me, unless I'm doing things that are not in my genius zone, I'm not work. I'm like, I love this. I love it. I will go out. I will, you know, I, so, so yeah. So, and that's the other thing too, where it's just like, yes, I'm working more, but I'm passionate about it. There's a mission behind it mm-hmm. and it means something so much more to me. Um, so it feels lighter. It's not like I'm grinding at like as an executive director, you know, I remember one day getting up, I was woken up at like one o'clock in the morning, you know, asked to go into the, onto the site. We had like a hundred bed facility, did that, got her like hospital. We had to call the cops. It was a whole thing. Anyways, um, was there until about three, four o'clock in the morning, went back home, slept for like two and a half, three hours, then went back in because I had another meeting. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> so when I compare it, right. When you compare it, I'm just like, you can say that I, I am working a lot because everything is about everything. When you have a mission and a purpose, everything you do is about that mission and purpose. So we can say I'm working it like 24 Mm seven and because it's just me, it's ingrained, it's integrated into my entire being. So I really believe it's always working for us. Like we're every little thing that we're doing, it is adding up in your favor. And that's the biggest mindset shift. Like for me, one of the biggest struggles that I've had to overcome was like this hustle mentality, this forcing mentality, this work harder. Like we're often think like we have to work harder to be more successful. And that's not the case, right? Mm -hmm. I literally worked so hard and things have flopped and it's like, what the hell? I put so many hours into this. I put my life into this. And it's like, it's not a matter of forcing it. So yes. yes, it's about receiving. It's about flowing. It's about, right. Like what feels right, which is so different. Don't get me wrong. There's strategies, right? There's always strategy. I always say, I'm like, you know, we're not going to leave the masculine energy behind. It's necessary, right? It really is. I tell my women that all the time, but we're, that's so ingrained in us is like, you got to work, 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 work. And it's mm-hmm. hustle and grind and this and that. And I'm just like, what about flowing? What about like, just like feeling into who am I supposed to connect with today? Like, where am I supposed to be? Like, where's my attention supposed to be today? Right. Um, so yeah, I love, that's a huge, that I think is a huge shift too. That's right on. Like, I think there's this like battle going on internally with a lot of women. And again, I just speak in terms of women. Cause that's what I know and who I know. Um, and of like leaving behind, the, I have to work hard, work hard, work hard and hustle, um, leaving that behind. Cause that's such a masculine sort of framework to, well, how do I still know what my tasks are, but also free flow into this and right. feel into it and know that like the universe has me 
and yeah, know that I'm being like divinely guided into everything. So yeah. um, I think that's, that's the biggest shift is like finding that balance. And I, I'll be honest, I still struggle with it. Like, oh the, yeah, the balance, I'm sure you see it all the time working with a lot of high executive women, like, yeah, what is that process or how do you kind of negate or close the gaps to find your balance? Oh my gosh. For me, it has been practice. Cause I can still like, I'll know when I'm getting caught up in like the masculine of like, I got my husband will point it out and you know, I'm just like, don't you love that? <laughs> like, you know, anything like <laughs> you don't know me. We've just been together for 20 years. Um, <laughs> but, but, but truly like, I feel the drain. I feel the heaviness. I feel the right. So it's like, oh shit. Like I had, let, let's shift over. Cause it might be like, oh, we have this project coming out or I have this launch coming out. I have to boom, boom, boom. I have to make sure all the emails are set up. I have to make sure that all my marketing is set up and all the graphics and all blah, blah, blah. Right. And, um, and then I forget to just show up, <laughs> you know, like the, the importance of just like <laughs> showing up, the importance of just like showing up physically and just like, as I am, right. Like this is me. Um, but I do, I do a lot of throughout my day. It's, it is very, like, I have my CEO schedule. I have it all chunked up all the time chunking and it's color coded and all that. And, um, that's more of the masculine side. And then making sure though, that I have self-care is every, every day, multiple times a day. It is waking up in the morning and going to the gym because I love how it makes me feel. It is taking a walk in the middle of the day because I love the way it makes me feel. Or maybe guess what? It might be a 20 minute nap in the middle of the day because that's what fills my soul too. And like it, it just being able to have that or like family time, just being present, putting my phone away. Um, breath work has been huge. My yoga classes, I do Kundalini yoga. Highly recommend for all of you women. Uh, it's actually the divine feminine energy within us. Really cool shit. And um, and just like taking time to like connect spiritually um, every single day. So that has been like the lifesaver for me. That's like, if I have it scheduled in, it's right there. And even like, even, you, you know, I was just saying, it's like when I'm meeting a friend, like I am marketing, I am doing all of these things. I am, we're talking about our business, but like, there are certain people that I know that I have on my calendar that is specifically to fill my soul and we fill each other's soul and we talk about spirituality and we talk about these things. Um, and also being aligned with some of the, cause there's so much out there that you, we can learn from, but like being aligned with what is that next training that I want to do that that's going to help myself, but also the women I work with. Right. And just being led that way. So I would love to hear some tips and tricks from you guys. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you're saying that because for myself, like being in the corporate world um, and always being in the hustle and bustle and masculine energy, I never had the opportunity to actually dip into my feminine energy. For me, I thought it was a weakness. Like I need to be one, two, three in order for me to keep up with these men. And if I dipped into that masculine energy, I'm automatically taking a step back. And it's like, it didn't, it took me a while. I'm in, I'm in my forties and it took me now to realize like, no, dipping into that feminine energy, energy gives you a upper hand. It gives you that extra level up 
from these men, um, as opposed to before where it's like, I needed to be like one, two, three. I didn't have time for emotions. I didn't have time for soul searching. It was very narrow. Um, yes. it's really hard to get out of that. And I thought even now doing it, I thought I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be like a weak ass. Like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm going to lose it. And it's like, actually, I am so much more powerful now than I was before zipping into both energies. Absolutely. And everything that you say, you know, growing up in the corporate world too, of just like, it was, it was told that we were a weakness. Keep it together. You don't want to yeah. show too emotion. You don't want to be authentic. <laughs> I remember, I remember and, and mostly male mostly male bosses were just like, um, why did you even like show that vulnerability in front of these clients? I'm like, cause it was fucking authentic. Like it was, it, it, did you see how it connected everybody? Like, what are you talking about? Um, or, you know, being told, right. I have a friend that I have the podcast with, who was a CEO of like a multi-billion dollar, like, you know, uh, um, like rehab facility. And, uh, and she was told the same thing. Right. And, and sometimes from women, right. That, that grew up and were groomed up in this male dominant, you know, uh, world. And yeah. So it's like, we go against so much when we're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to show my emotions. I don't think I think women know this, but like on the reg, people don't really realize how much actual work that does take that internal shift that is happening. Right. That is oh, so beautiful in the end. Um, again, Glennon Doyle, like that's brutal because it's brutal as you're going through it and it's beautiful when you come through and, uh, to see and have that experience of like, damn, this is actually my superpower. Right. No wonder why guys were trying to like condition us against it. Exactly. I also can can relate. And I think that's why I very much was always in the the hustle, the grind mentality, because that was just you work really hard. You work all the hours of the day and that's success. And so I think from a young age, that's how I define success. And that's all I knew. And then it was like, you, you show up no matter what, like there's never the emotion. There's it's all of that, that masculine energy, right. Which again, I think serves you for a certain season, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But I think trying to remove that. And when I started to open up and actually share my vulnerabilities, which was really hard, I was not, which I had relationship problems for the longest time in my life because I would not be vulnerable. And I don't understand. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand why I can't connect or why I can't find love or find my partner. Well, no shit. I wasn't being vulnerable at all. And it was like the masculine energy. It was like, I wasn't feminine. Like that played a big role in my relationship. That played a big role in business and a really big turning. I got into spiritual healing earlier on in my business, which was great. And so we were tapping into this, but I think for me, what catapulted that was the passing of my father because mm-hmm. there was no controlling those emotions. Like it was like, listen, this opened the floodgates and everything. Yes. So yeah. at that time I released us like, okay, well, I'm going to cry all the fucking time. And here I am, you know, so right. that almost opened up that door to just be more vulnerable and lean for more support. And the growth that came from that was just astronomical. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
lot of spiritual growth in that because there's so many unknowns, right. That you're stepping into. And it's just like, all right. You know, people say the the little, like I had this one friend that's always just like, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm like, that's literally what we're doing. We're like, okay, universe, whatever it is. It's just like, I know that I don't have control over all of these things. What I do have control over is like allowing myself to move through this, like in the best way that I, I know how and can, and then calling on my support to be like, am I, I don't even know when I, like what way is up? I don't even know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But also to your point too, about like, what, how do we kind of close the gaps and show up for ourselves and, and self-care you nailed it is, is the key to everything. And it's interesting too, like women, we see a lot of times in our world, Jen, it's, we'll ask, you know, who are you? What do you love to do? What makes you super happy? And they don't know. No clue. Like, I don't know. I've, mm-hmm. I've either lost my identity. We see this a lot in moms. How about it, Jen? Yes. Yes. And losing their identity because their life becomes everybody else's and catering to everybody else and not themselves. So yes. that's a big piece of our coaching. Well, yes, we do a lot of nutrition and training, but self-care is a big part of that. Like how you treat yourself and how you treat your body is everything self-care. So we always speak from what's going to leave you feeling really good. We got to get on that. Is it moving your body? Is it just a simple nutrition, right? So speaking to that has been Mm -hmm. game-changing for so many women because they don't realize, oh my God, like, I don't know what the hell I love, right? Exactly. And that's, oh my gosh, I love that you identify that because it is, When you were saying that I had like this moment in my life, which, um, looking at like, I, you look at it that in one way. And I think it's all connected to where it's like, I look at it at a soul level of like, what, what brings you passion, right? I tap into the passion part of things because I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, how many women where I'm just like, that's part of my program is like, okay, so what are you passionate about? They're like, I don't know. Like since I was little, I just looked to my brother and whatever he was interested in, like, that's what I would do. And like, what does passion even feel like? What, what, how do I even know I'm passionate? Like we block joy. That's part of my program too, is unlocking joy and unleashing like higher levels of joy. And, um, but I remember this moment where I realized as a mother, as a wife, as an exec, as all of these roles, Mm -hmm. I lost myself. And I was so depressed Mm -hmm. and I couldn't like, I I just like, I would come home and I would cry and I'm just like, is going on? Like, what is happening? I was still, you know, I was an executive director still, um, still in corporate. And I just remember not feeling like I had anything that was mine. Mm -hmm. Like there was nothing that was just mine. There was nothing that, you know, yeah, my kids bring me joy. Yes. Like I had love sex, like all of these things, right? Like these things are great. And like, what happened to that person who loved going to live shows and just dancing and like just being and swimming and doing like, just being, um, so it was that journey. And it was like, I, I just remember it was like this sunny day. I mean, like clear, clear as day, this day of just like, oh my gosh, that's what happened. I don't know me anymore. How do I get back to myself? Right. And then finding the tools and the people and the mentors um, that just aligned with me to find my path back. And that's what I use to help women find their path back to themselves, too. Um, And that's what it is. It's just like, oh, gosh, because we're such passionate people. 
yeah. filled with passion. We have big visions. We have big hearts, big souls. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's seeing ourselves clearly and getting back to that. So absolutely. Uh, I think that that's the importance of the personal development piece and the hiring the coaches and which is why when Jen, I, when Jen and I met, it's been what, three years. Um, and she said that I had 75 coaches. I really did. Cause really? I my own, <laughs> I was on my own healing journey, you know, coming yes. from, you know, doing my bikini shows and for all of the wrong reasons and, you know, running an in-training studio, I also had totally lost myself. And so I was in this whole process of like, I need to find who I am. I need to find what lights me up. I need to like really restart, refresh. And <laughs> I was going through that whole entire process when meeting Jen and um, that if I didn't have all those mentors, if I didn't have all the help and the support, I would not be where I am today. I would have, I think I didn't Absolutely. even see the light because I was so lost. I didn't Absolutely. Know that I was even lost until I was called out on it. So like yeah. my mentor was like, what are your hobbies? Like, what do you do? And I literally, yes. like, I work out at four in the morning. I open my studio. I'm going, getting my master's degree. I'm eating out of Tupperware. I work out again. And then I, that's my life. That's yes. my life. Yeah. And so until getting called out on it, I didn't even know that I lost myself. Mm. So having the coaches and the mentor see more for myself, call me on my shit to, to yeah. expedite my growth yes. is how I became the woman I am today. Yes, a hundred percent. I remember. And even like, you know, I knew that I was lost. Right. So I found that what I didn't realize that I was, that I, that I had the power within me to actually change it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's their fault. It's his yeah. fault. It's just the way it is. It's uh -huh. everybody else. And she was just like, Right? <laughs> <laughs> look at this you're not like five anymore Leanne like you're you're not and I always I always bring this up of just like that was the biggest thing where she would just like I would sit down on her couch and I would just crumble and I would be so angry and I would be all this stuff and then she would be like she saw me like I was having a fit like I was like you know eight or ten or something um and and she was like you have you have your keys and you have a credit card. Like you can get out anytime you want. You can. So that would bring me back to like, wait a minute, I am an adult and I can make decisions. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't have to stay here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to stay miserable and unhappy. Yeah. What do you mean? Right? Because yeah. that's all I saw when I grew up. That's all I saw. You just did the grind. You did the thing and you were fucking unhappy most of the time. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is just life. Welcome to it. You know, yeah. welcome to adulthood. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Yes. I wonder why people want to be perpetually children. Like, come on. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Oh, oh my gosh. It's oh. funny that you're saying with the tantrum because I've had them too. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Put your fucking big girl panties on and let's fucking go. What are you doing? Right? What are you doing? And then there's times that she needs to be loved too. And yes. that's when I recognize too, right? Where it's just like, sometimes I need that kick of just like, uh -huh. come on, Leanne, like, <laughs> let's do this. Like, get out, let's go. And then 
other times I just need to hold her. Like I remember, and that's another big part of like my healing journey was doing a lot of inner child work with these beautiful, beautiful people um, that entered my life of just like holding myself and holding that space for myself to just feel and recognize like, oh my gosh, you're so scared. Like, but it's so safe. Like, it's okay. you can come over here so yeah sometimes she needs a kick in the ass and sometimes she just needs a hug (laughs) sometimes she needs a strong talking to stop starting fires in the corner stop (laughs) but but that just it it just finds light to how powerful our minds are yeah like we can create stories about everything and sabotage ourselves. So having just the strength to be able to self-assess and course correct, that's everything. Yes. Yes. And, and I yes. didn't, like you said, I didn't even know that I yeah. had the power within me, but I needed to take personal responsibility. Like it was yes. I, you can't point fingers. I'm in my, you choose your reality. Yeah. So literally like, okay, let yep. me change this. <laughs> it's that R word that you got to take responsibility. I'm like, ew, no. Okay. I will. Because it's going to make my life better. Um, because I mean, that's essentially what we want. Like we want control. Like, well, we figured out a way to have control, take responsibility. If one shit's hitting the fan or like what you're doing and like not other people's, like they have their responsibility too, but like it's so important to look at yourself. So important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge shift in my life too, where it's like, when I started looking at me yes. instead of everything outside of me, mm-hmm. just like, okay. So yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, ladies, I could talk for hours. Like you I said. know. Oh my gosh. I know. We are getting close to the hour mark, but I would love for you to share. Is there anything currently going on in your world are you, that you're working on business wise? Um, what is the next venture? What's 2024 look like in your world? Oh, girl, so many, so many things. <laughs> um, I'm working on a retreat for the fall. So still trying to solidify those dates of just igniting, uh, you know, that fire within. So it's going to be here in New York uh, and Buffalo, like towards Buffalo, New York. But also I always have my programs available, right? I really, the um, legacy, we have the legacy foundation and we have a legacy builder for those women. The legacy builder is more for women who um, are building their holistic business. And the legacy foundation is more for those women who are like, I just know this isn't it. And I I mean, like I've even had a woman, a couple of women who are like well in their career or their entrepreneurship. And they're like, okay, I'm stuck again. And even in entrepreneurship, it's like, it's been nine years. My mission has changed. Like my vision has changed. I know it, but I just don't know the next step. So, you know, bringing them more to clarity of what's possible. And, um, and then that other level too, of just, okay, let's build your business from an authentic soul aligned. And that's what I always say. It's like, I always look for the like-minded and the like-hearted, the like-sold, mm-hmm. uh, because that's so important um, as, as we have big missions, right? And that's what I look at, but yeah, so always my programs of helping and um, a lot of fun little pop-up things too. Just like, I don't know, off the cuff. I'm just like, oh, let's do this event. Love it. <laughs> this, <Okay>. this resonates. <laughs> I love it. Well, next yeah. Buffalo one. I'm, I'm yeah, girl, yes. <laughs> well, I, Arizona, I, wherever too. I like to travel. So it's like, that. <laughs> same, <laughs> same. Awesome. Oh, and then where can everybody find you the best place to, to reach you at? 
Yeah, absolutely. So you can email me at hello at instituteforfemaletrailblazers.com. You can also find me on my website, Institute for Female Trailblazers. Um, and I'm trying to think, say Crooked Talk Straight, our podcast over there too. So a lot of different areas. Um, awesome. TikTok, all that stuff, all the fun stuff, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. So <laughs> well, I'll make sure I have all the links below. So it's really easy to find you and to reach Thank you. Squared away there. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. And thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you both. This oh, has been awesome meeting you. Probably one of the funnest, most aligned <laughs> podcasts I've ever been on. So thank oh, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming and your time. And like I said, we could have five more hours and maybe we'll I do it again soon. Maybe we will. <laughs> maybe we'll do a series. <laughs> Ooh, <thank you. laughs> amazing well thank you again for your time and thank you for listening to the level up podcast and we will see you on the next episode